All right. Well, hello and welcome. Welcome, Antelo. Today is Thursday, which means that it is vlog day. And of course, of course, of course, I have a great vlog for you, all planned out, ready to go. I am sick. I'm under the weather. I got home from Ireland and I felt really good. And I'm like, wow, I went to a bunch of conventions without getting sick. And then right after Thanksgiving, on Black Friday, actually, I woke up. And I posted a picture to Instagram, and I was like, nah, I feel a little hungover. Otherwise, I'm good to go. I'm going to drink some coffee, and we're going to do this. And then as the day progressed, I'm like slowly feeling just really miserably bad and awful. And I woke up the next day, and I had just the worst sore throat that I've ever had in my life. I'm sneezing, I'm mucus is draining out of my face, and I'm coughing, and I'm getting the sweats, and then I have a fever, and then I don't have a fever, and then I get a fever again. Then I'm sore throat, and I'm coughing, and I was miserable just for days on end. I am still all stuffed up. Because I'm so stuffed up, I'm not going to have a beer segment this week. I'm so stuffed up that basically everything tastes like cardboard to me, so I don't really want to like waste a good beer on a beer segment if it's something that I can't even taste. You know what I mean? Part of the beer segment for me is that I love to kind of evaluate the flavor and the qualities and the complexities of these beers. And now ah, I'm so stuffed up, I'm not going to be able to do that. But otherwise, we have we have a really great blog. We've got a whole, a whole mess of stuff to talk about as per usual. We're going to have some advocacy stuff. Of course, there's going to be shout outs. I'm going to do first impressions and we're going to do retro vaping. I don't think I have a review for things that never got reviewed, but I could possibly throw that in there as well. But first, first one I want to start off with, let me, I just want to clear the air real fast. Just want to clear the air. This is going to take maybe two minutes. Um, there's been some uh, comments made blah, here on YouTube and kind of, I, I have a feeling that some of them are just tongue in cheek comments or kind of just funny comments. I don't know about YouTube reviewers like myself uh, getting paid by companies in the form of cash money for my bank account for doing reviews or doing good reviews. And a couple of years ago, this was never even a topic of discussion, uh, but it seems to be now. I don't know. I don't know. There's all these accusations getting thrown around. If you remember not too long ago, there was a couple reviewer people who kind of said things and got in said things publicly about another person anyway i don't care not my circus not my clowns so no there's no uh there is 100% and i'm guaranteeing you this looking you in the eye giving you my word 100% there is no money exchanging hands at all for any review that I have ever done since the beginning of time that's just a fact and not for lack of offers there was a company in china uh kind of recently i guess maybe two months ago um i'm not going to say the name of the company because i don't care and they offered uh money uh, quite a substantial amount of money around three thousand dollars to do a good review of their tank and their tank wasn't that great to begin with and i was just really kind of taken like back by that. I'm like, really, you're going to offer me $3,000 to do a good review? That is that is ridiculous. And that's something that I would never do because I have a thing called integrity. And so I'm like I said, I'm not going to say the name of the company or the name of the tank, but uh, it is what it is. I have obviously, yes, been offered money many, many, many times by many, many different vendors. 
Was that really necessary, Carhorn? There's a guy out here. I live on like a slightly busy street, and there's a stoplight right here that leads kind of, it's kind of close to a freeway on-ramp, and when there's traffic on the freeway, the traffic spills off the exit or, or the on-ramp kind of into the streets, and so people just sit in the middle of the intersection. So there, I get a lot of honking around rush hour, like uh, which it is right now. But yeah, just wanted to clear the air there. I've never, ever, ever, never been paid by any company to do any sort of review, good, bad, or otherwise. Uh, just wanted to clear the air. So what I've been vaping. So this is what I've been vaping. Nothing super uh, revolutionary, nothing changing that much. Uh, still stuck on this Paraxis Decimus mod, even with that... Uh, even with that clicking pulse width modulation sound, I, I just like it. I like using it. It's really sturdy, and I do really like their Spitfire tank. This is uh, their Spitfire tank with a 0.4 ohm coil, 61 watts. This is Grim Cult Rainbow Sherbet in the dark, and it's just, uh, it's been my go-to vape. Uh, like I said, I've been sick, so I haven't been able to vape a whole lot, and this is one of the things that I could actually vape without uh, having it irritate me or bother me too much and I, I used it very sparingly but it, it was really good it, it was there for me you were there for me Paraxis during my sickness and I was able to vape you Now that my taste is slightly returning, I can taste a, I can taste my own delicious juice. Uh, another thing, obviously, yeah, no surprises. Once again, noisy cricket, Jabo indestructible, or horror of, or not horror of yig, yig, grim cult yig, uh, seam tingle coil on the uh, on the noisy cricket. I got juice. I just spilled juice like all over the place. Son of a bitch. That is my number one, if I have a number one pet peeve in vaping, it's liquid. Liquid getting on me, getting on my hands, getting on my desk, getting in my hair, getting fucking everywhere. But yeah, J-Bo, Noisy Cricket, Indestructible RDA, uh, Team Single Coil on there, and uh, DHD uh, cap on there. Just one of my, this is just one of my all-time favorite vapes, I just love it. Good, good stuff. And uh, lastly, this is a setup that I put together recently. I'm rocking this uh, Magnum 357 Mech Mod with the bullety uh, looking switch. This is the Dot Mod Petri version 1.5. Dual fuse Clapton on it. I don't know the resistance. I think it's 0.15. This is one of the best things ever. This is obviously one of the uh, you know easy dripper bottles. This is RYM in here. It's just been Pardon me, it's just been a great vape. RYM is one of the other juices that I can actually vape when I'm sick because it's so mellow and the throat hit is basically non-existent, even on three milligram, and it's slightly mentholated. Like there's a little bit of like cooling menthol sensation going on. So it's one that I actually really, really like. Oh, it's good. Oh, that's so good. Oh, yeah, that's pretty much, uh, I don't know why my voice cracked there. I sounded like a 12-year-old kid. I'm like, ah. Oh, yeah, that's, oh, yeah, that's, so, yeah, that's pretty much what I've been vaping this last week. Uh, it's, you know, it's the same, same stuff. I get, I keep getting new stuff, and then there's a couple, like, reliable things. And right now, that J-Bo fucking noisy cricket and the Paraxis uh, Decimus have been, like, my 
go-to like reliable things that I can I know I can just grab and vape and that I don't have to fiddle with at least right now um, but it's been good so moving on there's some advocacy stuff that I want to talk about real fast oh water oh water is so good so Canada 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 I got a I got an email here from a fella named Rob who wrote to me and said hey Nick uh, it's been a lot uh, hey Nick okay that's what he said. <clears throat> hey Nick, been a longtime fan and follower. I hope you find this chunk of vape advocacy worthwhile as it doesn't apply to the states. I'm not sure how you will feel about it. However, I know a lot of Canadians who also follow your channel and vlogs as I do. Uh, vaping in Canada is about to go through a huge change if Bill 45 passes, prohibiting all vaping indoors, including vape shops, as well as banning the display of products in shops. This is something that we talked about before, uh, and I made a lot of jokes about like empty vape, empty vape stores and you can't buy anything. Uh, we as vapers are taking a stand and rallying on December 5th in Toronto to bring some light to our government and share our personal experiences with the press in a desperate effort to keep vaping as it is now. Please, if it's not too much, could you uh, make a mention of this in case any Canadian vapors have by chance missed the news on Facebook? Uh, here is the link to our group. And yeah, they are... Oh, it's the mobile. Oh, it's the mobile site. Oh, it's the mobile site. People, uh, people always accidentally, because we have smartphones and, and, and the like now, and iPads, people will send me links, and because they're sending it from their iPhone, it's always the mobile link, so when I open it on my computer, it's huge. It's like the mobile link got stretched out. But anyway, December 5th, which is soon, it's this weekend, it's this Saturday, today is the 3rd, they're talking about the 5th, December 5th, Queen's Park, Vapor Advocates of Ontario, a rally is being held to voice our opinions on equitable regulations for electronic industry in Ontario, Canada. Please respect all opinion and views. It is critical that everyone behaves in a mature fashion, 19 and over only. This rally is being hosted by all of us. The official website is vaor.org. December 5th, 115 rallies at two from two to three. There's carpooling and bus info. And anyway, so it's happening. It's happening in Canada, Ontario, Canada, the fifth Queens Park, 1.30 p.m. Uh, be there. I'm gonna link to their Facebook group as well as the Vapor Advocates of Ontario website. Three days, 16 hours, 24 minutes. Go, 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 go and rally. Go and rally and educate. Uh, people in Canada that are making the laws and educate the public and educate uh, educate the press. So absolutely, Aaron, thank you for, uh, or no, Rob, that was Rob. Rob sent me that. Thank you, Rob, for sending that my way. Aaron also sent me something uh, about something that relates to the United States. And he sent me a link to this website called govtrack.us. And it's where you can track bills that are currently going through the process, right? You can see who is sponsoring them. You can read the actual bill itself. And you can see what the prognosis is of said bill either being enacted, which means going through, or like canceled or thrown out, and it, it has a couple options, but what he sent me the link to was HR 2058. Now, this is the one that we want everybody to support. This is the one that is 
good. Usually we're against bills. This bill we're actually for. This is the one that would change the grandfather date of electronic cigarette or vapor products on the market to 2015 instead of 2007. This is something that's really, really good that we really, really want to get behind. So you can go here, read the information. This bill was assigned to a congressional committee on April 28, 2015. Sponsor is Tom Cole, representative for Oklahoma's 4th Congressional District. Then you can scroll down a little bit. I'm going to sneeze. There's just no way around it. I'm going to try my best to edit all these out. I'm going to try to catch them and edit them out, but it's going to happen. So anyway, you can scroll down a little bit on the site. Prognosis. What is the percent chance of this bill actually going through? It's depressing, friends. 4%. They are giving this bill a 4% chance of being enacted. This is incredibly important. This is to amend the Food and Drug and Cosmetics Act to provide a certain effective date with respect to deemed tobacco products. You can track this bill. It says, so far it says introduced. Uh, That's it. It's got a lot of other steps to go through. It goes through committee. It has to pass the House. It has to pass the Senate. Then it eventually has to get signed into law by the president. But this is a good website for tracking stuff like this. And this is uh, on a federal level. I don't believe this is like on a state by state level, but on a federal level, you can go to govtrack.us. I'm going to post a link, obviously, yes, in the description, a little advocacy area. HR 2058, FDA Deeming Authority Clarification Act. Track this bill. You can get email updates when things happen. But man, 4%, 4% is pathetic. So how do we How do we change that? How do we get that percentage up? We want that percentage up. We want that percentage way up. Call your Congress people. Call your congressmen. Call your congresswomen. Tell them to support and co-sponsor H.R. 2058. H.R. 2058 is Good. It's awesome. We should all be supporting it, and all of our senators and congressmen should be supporting it, and not only that, but co-sponsoring it as well. That's what you can do. Remember remember what I posted last week? Five things you can do to save vaping right now? Go do that, because that will help this. Trust me. Trust me when I say this. Got a couple more things to talk about moving forward from that. Uh, Bright Vision. There's a girl on Bright Vision who comments regularly on my videos. Hi, Bright Vision. How are you? She sent me a a great link called opensecrets.org. And it sounds a little tinfoily, but it's not. This is all public information that's sort of like aggregated by this site. So you can go to opensecrets.org. I'm going to post the link in the description that covers tobacco. Okay, this is money spent by tobacco on lobbyists. Okay, in 2015, in 2015, can you guess how much money that tobacco spent on lobbyists? Keeping in mind that there are states that are trying to get their own lobbyists for vaping and they're trying to raise money to do this. And when Ruby Roo and I went to Connecticut, we raised it was something like $5,000, I think. And that seemed like just a crazy amount of money. We're like $5,000. Holy shit. Let's, let's get a lobbyist here for Connecticut to big tobacco on lobbyists in 2015 spent $14 million million. Altria alone, Altria, just Altria, 
spent $7 million of that $14 million on lobbyists. Philip Morris spent $2 million. Reynolds American spent $1,466,000 on a lobbyist. So when you think that lobbyists are expensive, yeah. Even shamans, shamans of New York City, I don't know. Apparently, they are have something to do with tobacco. Uh, they spent uh, $30,000 on lobbyists. And if you scroll way down to the bottom, you can see right here, Smoke-Free Alternatives Trade Association. That's Safada. That's who, when we went to Connecticut, we raised money for so that they could get a lobbyist. Safada, Smoke-Free Alternative Trade Association, down at the bottom of the list, spent $100,000 on lobbyists. Do you think that $100,000 can compete with $14 million? That's not even in the same ballpark as $14 million, million dollars. This website has some really good, uh, really interesting uh, information on it. There's 165 uh, big tobacco lobbyists. 165 big tobacco lobbyists? That is crazy. That is ridiculous. And it lists them all off here. We could talk to, uh, let's see, Anderson, Lathakia Anderson. He lobbies for uh, RJR, for Reynolds American, as well as Patrick Brennan. Mr. Patrick uh, also is a lobbyist for Reynolds American. And I'm trying to get down here. I was trying to go through all these because it's a lot... Reynolds American as well, John H. Fiss. Uh, I guess that's that's your job is to be a uh, lobbyist for big tobacco. Good on you, I guess. I was trying to find who the lobbyist with Altria, John Hole. John Hole is a is a lobbyist for Altria, and I was trying to go through this list, and it's pages and pages of who is lobbying for Safada for the Smoke Free Alternative Trade Association. And I couldn't find them. Just simply couldn't find them. And I was trying to scan through it. It's just a lot. It's just a lot to look at. It's a lot of words, this, that, and the other. And then they have this whole background section as well that goes over the history, basically, of big tobacco within like lobbying and, and Capitol Hill and buzzwords and stuff like that. But it talks about like how long big tobacco has been doing what they're doing with in regards to lobbying and changing laws and policies and taxes. Who did what? The difference between what Altria did and what RJR did and why Altria spends more money on lobbyists than RJR does. It's actually really super interesting and this is something that we are caught up in we are part of this now we have lobbyists from safada we are trying to raise money as like a grassroots kind of thing to get our lobbyists more money we i mean we're competing with 14 million dollars from big tobacco how how does that even how does that even seem feasible it seems it seems literally like uh david versus goliath even though it was recently, uh, they were talking about that Goliath, uh, in the biblical sense, they said was, was about six, six. That's he was six foot, uh, six inches tall, not necessarily, you know, 
a giant. But still, I mean, we're going up against Big, big Tobacco. This is ridiculous. But thank you, Bright Vision. I'm going to post a link uh, in the description to the link that she sent me. So thank you so much, uh, Bright Vision, for sending that my way. And, of course, everyone else, y'all can check it out down in the advocacy section. So moving forward, I have one last thing to talk about uh, before that, I do want to get to this online poker comparison that I had mentioned uh, that I had mentioned previously. So let me find this email, Mike. Similarities between poker, online poker, and vaping. So we're not going to have a beer segment this week. So me reading this is kind of going to take up the beer segment. And then after this, we'll move on. Now. We'll move on to the shout out. So this fellow Mike writes to me and says, "Hey Grim, hey Mike." How's it hanging? Hey, Grim, I am a former online poker hobbyist, which means I didn't win enough to call it a profession. I wanted to let you know of some of the similarities between what went on in the poker community compared to what is happening now in the vaping community. In 2016, a bill was snuck by Congress attached to the Port Security Act, deeming all internet poker illegal, meaning the millions of people who played poker online in the privacy of their own homes, be it for pennies or for thousands of dollars were essentially now breaking the law. Knowing full well they couldn't prosecute every individual that played online poker, the government first went after the payment processors, ah, making it impossible to deposit or withdraw money from poker sites. On April 15, 2011, known in the poker community as Black Friday, they went after the two main poker sites. Poker Stars and Full Tilt Poker, seizing all of our money that was tied up in those accounts and shutting those sites down. Overnight, players were forced to either move out of the country to continue their profession or find a new one. There were professional online poker players. That was their income. And the federal government went, no, 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 you can't make money like that. Are you kidding me? So here we are, four and a half years later, still one of the few countries whose citizens are not allowed to play poker because our government said so. From 2004 until the bill was passed in 2006, there were plenty of calls to action, and even more from 2006 until up until Black Friday. Advocates were doing their thing to prevent the government from taking our game away. No one paid attention. At least not enough people did to make a difference. The government in turn used negative propaganda and bullshit reasons to push their agenda. Wow, this is terrifying, Mike. There are so many, I mean, using using propaganda and bullshit reasoning to push their agenda. What do you think is going on now with things like still blowing smoke or things like batteries exploding or, oh, there's formaldehyde or, oh, it's the same stuff that's in antifreeze. This is exactly, exactly the same thing. And Mike, this is hitting a little bit too close to home. The government in turn used negative propaganda and bullshit reasoning to push their agenda, such as online poker is how terrorists launder money, and online poker is how teens are become addicted to gambling. Wow. But the bottom line is they weren't getting a cut, and the U.S. government isn't, allow, isn't about to let a billion-dollar industry get away with anything for free in their country. They are slowly starting to figure out how to regulate and tax online poker and get their cut, but it's very, very slow going, and the future looks bleak, to say the least. My point is this. Vapers and supporters of vaping should not wait until it's too late to act. 
You are naive to think that your government or the FDA would not snatch it all out from under you as you sit by and watch it happen. Stand up and be heard, voice your opinion, and stop letting the U.S. government make decisions on your behalf. Whether it's a hobby or your livelihood, you should not let them decide what's in your best best interests. Ah, perfect. Holy crap, that's the best thing I've ever read. There's so many people. Oh my God, there's so many people who are naysayers, who are like, oh, well, yeah, that means just that the vapor companies are going to stop making money, but I'll still be able to get my vapor products. It's not about that. Read this last part. Whether it's a hobby or your livelihood, you should not let the federal government decide what is in your best interest. It's called fucking personal freedom. It's called liberty, man. God, I'm going to get all riled up here. Rand Paul. What does he say? What was that end part? Thanks. Uh, take a few seconds and think about the impact forcing the entire vaping industry to the black market will have on all of us. Yes. Thank you for reading, Grim. I'm a big fan. Uh, I would like to dedicate a shout out to my wife, uh, Kaylee, and nephew, Scoos, both avid vapors who lost two uh, extremely close family members lately. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. And who watch your videos religiously. Thanks again, Mike. Absolutely. Uh, Kaylee or Kelly, Kaylee and snooze, scoos, scoos, can't say anybody's names. You were both shouted out. And Mike, absolutely, thank you. Thank you for sending this to me. That is uh, one of the single greatest emails that I have ever received. The parallels between online poker ban and vaping are unbelievably, uh, unbelievable, just unbelievable, just unbelievable. And I think you said it the best. I think you said it the best when you said the bottom line is they weren't getting a cut, and if the U and the U.S. government isn't about to let a billion-dollar industry get away with anything for free in their country, that is just that is just uh, that is just a beautiful thing to say. Additionally, I think you said it really well, and I'm going to repeat this again because this is my favorite line of this entire email. Whether it's your hobby or your livelihood, you should not let them decide what is in your best interests. Absolutely. Mike, thank you so much for that email. That was just, that was just so fucking cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's a thing. I mean, that is a, that's a serious thing. And I'm going to have a link, uh, in the description to, uh, the Canadian advocacy for tracking HR 2058. I'm going to have a link to the opensecrets.org where you can, uh, where you can see all about tobacco lobbyists and the money that they've spent. Additionally, I'm going to have a link in the description to something I didn't talk about, which is the Not Blowing Smoke press release, but they did a uh, press release recently uh, responding to misleading information from a recent uh, Stanford, Stanford research uh, paper that was released. So they're, they're kind of uh, responding to that information, but We've covered a lot, and I got a little bit uh, got a little bit fired up about liberty and personal freedoms. But we're gonna skip the beer section. What we're gonna do right now is shoutouts. Is this acceptable? Can I do this? No, that's actually really fucking gross. I have so much snot. Ugh. All right, so shoutouts. We're gonna do some shoutouts. It's time to do shoutout time. So. First shout out that I want to do uh, happened actually very recently on Instagram. I posted a picture of this. 
Anakin Cool Fire version 4. We're going to be talking about this in the first impressions. But Oh, this is the Cool Fire War Plus, not the Cool Fire 4, Cool Fire 4 Plus. We're going to talk about this in the, in the first impressions. But the shout-out that I wanted to do is there was three guys, uh, Nick, Ciola, Dr. Mouse, and Maruse, M. Mr. Ruse. <laughs> I'm bad at Instagram names because Instagram names are always weird. Nick Ciola, Dr. Mouse, and Mr. Ruse. And uh, they just, someone had a question, and then this, this, the other guy, Dr. Mouse, I think, answered the question. And then the other guy chimed in, and they all had like this very, like, very helpful, civilized conversation about temperature control and DNA 200s and like the lava box. And that was just really cool. Like I didn't even want to jump in the middle of it and be like, yeah, uh, what he said. And I just didn't chime in and they just had like this big conversation on my Instagram post. I just thought that was so cool. I love seeing people help people and not be fucking dicks about it. Like you go on certain forums or even Facebook groups or uh, well, sometimes Reddit and people are dicks and they don't, they're not helpful. And I like it when people are nice and helpful and getting along. And those three dudes seeing those comments on that Instagram post kind of just made my day. Uh, and that's awesome. So all you guys, I don't know if you watch my vlogs, you're all shouted out. One thing that I've discovered recently, and this is not on the topic of shout outs, but I've discovered recently that my daily, my Monday double feature viewers are not necessarily vlog viewers and they're not necessarily my Instagram followers and they're not necessarily my Facebook followers. It's very interesting how like slightly compartmentalized it's become like my vlog viewers are the vlog viewers and they may or may not watch the Monday double feature and they may or may not follow me on Instagram. And then I have Instagram followers who don't watch the vlog or don't watch the double features like they just follow my Instagram. And then I have friends on Facebook or followers on Facebook who don't follow my Instagram who may watch the double feature and who don't watch the vlog or who only watch the vlog and don't watch the double feature. It's very, it's very interesting. It's very interesting. It's not something that I really thought about before, but anyway, I'm getting off topic here. We have more, we have more shout outs to do moving forward. So this one came in November 28th, a couple of days ago. A fellow named Anthony wrote to me uh, and he says, hey, hey Nick, I'm wondering if I could get a shout out for my father, Anthony Sr. He lives in Holiday, Florida. He started vaping about three years ago with my help and support. He was on a CPAP machine and not doing very well. From your YouTube reviews and, uh, oh, from your YouTube reviews, you were a deciding factor in my own story. You gave me my first good mod uh, a number of years back, a bullet question mark silver bullet i don't know uh and have uh and you have been so good to the community i just got him an evic and he loves it four months ago my father's vaping story when he went to his doctors and they decided to take him off his cpap machine he is doing very good he is an elder in the south central bikers for christ and does toy runs and helps out as much as he able as he is able to do he really deserves some recognition and i couldn't think of anyone else but you to do it uh from from you came the from you came the know-how and experience for me to help him on his road to vaping. You're a major factor in my father doing so well and contributing to him helping others. Uh, you are the reason, Nick, you are the reason some of these kids are getting toys this year without his health, without, okay, I, I apologize. Reading people's emails is uh, sometimes just 
really weird and not it's not because he's like a bad writer or something but i don't it's just weird to read sometimes the way people's phrasing are so i apologize anthony if i'm butchering this nick you are the reason kids are getting toys this year without you his health would not be as good as it is today if he doesn't hit the vlog oh if this doesn't hit the vlog i hope to see how much your videos help others. Both my parents vape and life is good. You have my permission to use all text and photos. I know he will be okay with this. Absolutely. Anthony Sr. Anthony Jr., I guess. If he's the senior, you're the junior, Anthony. Consider yourselves uh, both shouted out. I think that's fantastic. I think it's awesome that you got your dad into vaping and he's able to move forward and do all this uh all this cool shit, Bikers for Christ. Yeah, sure, why not? Uh, you know what? To each their own. And uh, sounds like he's doing some good stuff, getting getting the gifts, getting the gifts for the kids. But absolutely, you guys are certainly both shouted out. I do have some more shout outs that I want to do. Uh, I'm going to go back to an older one real fast. This one goes back into October. Uh, CJ writes to me and says, Hey Grim, my name is Clayton and I have been vaping for almost three years now and loving every second of it. But I would really like to give Daryl and Christy from Canyon Vape a shout out. They are the best people in the world. I recently had my truck broken into and my X-Cube and my TFV4 and Addy stolen. Oh man. They helped me get back on my feet by giving me a new mod and juice and everything I needed. They are just the coolest people in the world. Absolutely. Daryl and Kristen from Canyon Vape, that is uh, that is going above and beyond. That's awesome that you helped out, Clayton. And absolutely, consider yourselves both shouted out. More. More shout outs. I did have a birthday. There was, I had, there was a birthday shout out in there. And I know this isn't it, but I did have a birthday shout out in there. I'm going to read this one anyway. Marissa wrote to me, wrote, Marissa wrote to me. It says, hey, Mr. Grim Green, I sent you a message on Instagram, but I thought I'd do this too. My boyfriend Nathaniel is a big, a big fan of your YouTube videos and you in general. And he is also trying to do YouTube vapor videos himself. He has been watching your videos for a good while and is one and oh, pardon me, Robin, Cheek, Stewart. I didn't even have any beer. I don't know why I'm burping. Anyway, he has been watching your videos for a good while and you're one of, if not his favorite YouTuber. Uh, I know because I watch your vid with vids with him most every time you upload one. Nathaniel's also a fellow vapor and has been for the past two years. Wow, that's awesome. Uh, he cut back on cigarettes and it's been about a year now and a few months since he quit completely. I'm proud of him and tomorrow is technically his 21st birthday, 11:22. So what I'm getting to ask so so what I'm getting to is asking if see people have weird phrasing in their emails and I have a hard time reading it. It could be my dyslexia kicking in. It's not it's not you, it's me. So what I'm getting to is asking if you would mention him in a video wishing him a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Nathaniel. I know he'd love it and he'd freak out and be so happy. He loves your videos. Uh, I love him. I want to have an I want him to have an amazing birthday. Uh, if you're reading this, thank you for your time and reading this. It means a lot. Marissa, absolutely. Marissa, Nathan, Nathaniel, not Nathan, Nathaniel, Marissa, Nathaniel, you are both shouted out. Hope you had a good birthday. I, I missed it. I missed your birthday, but I, I still hope retroactively, I hope you had a good, hope you had a good birthday. Oh, here's the other birthday shout out I had. So. Anne-Marie writes to me and says, Hi, Nick. My husband is a huge fan of yours. He watches your vlogs on YouTube religiously. He told me a few months ago that for his birthday, he wanted a birthday shout-out from you. 
Oh. He said, uh, I think I'm not sure you... Okay. Again, why can't I read, Nick? Get your head in the game. I hope I've emailed you soon enough so that you could give him a shout-out for his birthday. It would be awesome. His birthday is this coming Thursday. 12-3. That's today. Oh, that's today. I didn't miss it. I finally got a birthday shout-out on the actual birthday. Today is your birthday. That's awesome. Well, happy birthday, Dave. I'm not going to try to pronounce your last name because she even told me it's tough to pronounce, but I'm just going to say Dave. Your wife wrote to me and told me, demanded almost. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She didn't demand it. To give you a birthday shout out. Birthday boy, there you go. Consider yourselves uh, shouted out. Anyway, in the event that you can shout him out and make his day and mine, thank you, Anne-Marie. Absolutely. I love birthday shout outs. You got to give me like a lot of notice. If somebody's desiring some sort of birthday shout out, give me like a month and then yes, I'll actually get it closer to the birthday. People send me an email and they're like, Hey, my birthday's tomorrow. Can can I get a shout out? And I'm like, well, no, <laughs> because it's not. My vlog won't be uploaded, and it won't happen on your birthday. And this, that, and the other. But absolutely, absolutely, happy birthday, Dave, and your wife, Emery. Consider yourselves both shouted out. Let's do one more. Let's just do one last freaking shout out. Is that big of a deal? No, it's not. Okay, so this one's this one's going way back. This one, Mike wrote to me back in uh, September. He wrote to me and said, hey Nick, my name is Mike and I apologize for the long message in advance. It's actually not that long, Mike. It's actually relatively short compared to other uh, emails that I get. I've been vaping for about a year now and a month ago I went through a lot of financial trouble and wasn't able to afford e-juice. So I cracked and started bumming smokes off my friends and family. I found my first juice that I ever bought, 18 milligram clove and there was a very small amount left so I went to my local vape shop Cook's Vapor Nook and was going to buy two dollars worth of cotton and canthal I was just casually talking to Todd the owner and I told him that I broke down and started smoking again and out of the amazing kindness of his heart he gave me a bunch of free cotton and canthal and a load of juice to help keep me off the cigs I would like you to please shout out the amazing people of Cook's Vapor Nook in Coldwater Michigan Todd and Tyler since the day I have been since that day I have been cig free again and it just shows that there are still good people in the world. Let's keep on vaping. Absolutely, Mike, you are shouted out, as well as Todd and Tyler from Cook's Vapor Nook in Coldwater, Michigan. That's awesome. Uh, you know, he had some juice. He was going to go buy $2 worth of canthal and cotton. I don't know how much canthal and cotton you can get for $2. $2 would get you uh, a centimeter of anarchist wire and then, like, it would get you, that's it, just a centimeter of anarchist wire. But they went ahead and they gave him, that's awesome. They gave him cotton and canthal and that's all he needed and some juice uh, to help him on his way. I think that's fantastic. I love that. Love hearing stuff like that. I'm just joking about it. I just, you know, Dwayne's my really good friend and so I feel like I have to give him a hard time about some stuff like that as I, as I would expect him to give me a hard time uh, about about things as well. So, didn't mean to rag on anarchist wire, but yeah, $2 gets you about a, about a centimeter of anarchist wire. Love anarchist wire. Love Dwayne. That's all I got. That's all I got for shout out. So uh, we skipped the beer, but we did do shout outs. What I want to do now is some first impressions. 
All right, so it is first impression time, and I don't even have the things I need for first impressions time. Oh, yeah, I do. I got them all right here. I just couldn't see them. I want to start off with this. So this, this, oh, this. So this is the Inokin Endura, and Inokin is one of those companies that They've been around forever, and they've had my address forever, and I talk to George from Inokin all the time, and I, he ends up just sending me, without warning, whatever new stuff is coming out, whether I want it or not. That's how I ended up with the Cool Fire, and that's how I ended up with the Endura, and the Endura is kind of the latest, best way for a smoker to start vaping. It's just really, really good. And I was really, really surprised with how well it worked. It's a traditional mouth to lung style vape, which is kind of interesting, right? Like I haven't had a lot of mouth to lung style vapes in a while, but this one, this isn't the drip tip it comes with. This is a, a just the tip drip tip that I really, really like. Uh, I call it the uh, Jafar because it looks like something from Aladdin and it's red. I really, really like it. It's a uh, I really like that drip tip. It's a top fill tank, so you unscrew the top. Awesome. Blah, fill up your juice in there. In fact, I'm going to top this off. Where's my juice? Where's my damn juice? Uh, this is uh, six milligrams skull and crossbones vigilante juice. Co. Shout out to Russ and Ashley from Vigilante. I miss them like crazy. We used to hang out. Now we don't hang out because... Uh, well, because they're too cool for me now, I guess. But uh, I miss them like crazy. Six milligram skull and crossbones. And even just a mouth to lung with six milligram, I still get a nice little throat hit. Yeah, nice little throat hit. It's been great. I don't get any gurgling or slurpy or dry hits or juice in my mouth or anything like that. It's been really, really nice. I'm gonna look up real fast. I literally, like I just kind of got this. So I'm gonna look on the Inokin Endura. <coughs> Sorry. It's gonna do my best to edit those out. Okay. The Inokin Endura page does not exist, which is really bizarre. But I'm gonna try to find it and link to it in the description. Yeah, there we go. The Inokin Endura is the perfect vape for beginners and great for vapors. Optimized power output, tank design for amazing flavor and vapor, long-lasting, easy to charge, 1,000 mAh battery with built-in overheat and safety protections. It's a two and a half mil tank, uh, stainless steel Pyrex glass, which might not be appealing for some people. I, I don't mind glass tanks. In fact, I actually broke a glass tank recently, uh, and that bummed me out. It was on the new Wismac tank. I was... It, the tank was constructed in such a way that you had to slide it off, kind of like the sub tank, how you have to slide the tank off of the two O-rings. I was gripping it, and I was like twisting it and sliding it off. Oh, I felt it break in my hand. I look down, it's just a train wreck of broken glass, and uh, I was bummed. I, I, broke, I broke it, and I don't generally break tanks, and I don't know why I just told you that story. So this is a definitely something for a smoker. Um, the only weird thing I've noticed about it so far is the charging ports on the bottom. And to get to the charging port, you s flip this little thing. It's like a little thing that you flip. And there's no screw to tighten it or anything. It's just on there. It's held on by like a rubber 
thingy and it's not super tight like i've found myself picking it up off my desk and having it be like Bleh, like just like just slightly off center or slightly off center that way it doesn't want to stay right on target it doesn't want to stay right in the middle it just comes off really easy there's your usb flip it back around on the underside it's not sticky or rubberized. Maybe like a rubberized coating on there, guys, would work a lot better. It would give it some resistance. But as it stands on this version that I just have, because China loves to update stuff, on this version that I have currently in my hand, it's just a shiny plastic backing that kind of slides over. It's not, I mean, it's not a deal breaker. It's just something to be aware of. But big button right here, and it's an indented button, and it's really comfortable to just press. The innards of it, uh, this isn't gonna, not a lot of people are gonna remember this, but it's a lot like the old iClear 30S. iClear 30S that kind of looked like a cardamizer with a bunch of holes punched in it. And from what I can tell, that's kind of what it is. It's like a coil head, and there's a coil head in the middle, and then cotton, and then a bunch of holes in the middle. And I really had no need to prime this or anything. I didn't put any juice down the middle. I just filled up the tank. I gave it a couple of dry toots and then I just started vaping it and there was no real need to prime it. And that's one of the things that is great because as a smoker, you could just fill this up and kind of start vaping it and have a really good experience. Even with six milligram, the vapor production, it's not like vape capital, but it is pretty good uh, for a mouth-to-lung style vape. That brings me back. Holy crap, mouth-to-lung brings me back. And I've been using this so much just because it reminds me of how we all used to vape. Everything used to be mouth-to-lung. That's just how it was, and we liked it. That's what this reminds me of. I feel like I'm, you know, back in St. Louis at the second vape fest, and I'm sitting there with a cartomizer tank on my gooseneck uh, vaping, and it's great. I don't know what the resistance is on these coil heads. It doesn't say what the resistance is, but I'm assuming if this is like a four volt battery or a three seven battery, it says okay. So okay, so okay. Let me just fucking read it. Optimized at 14 watts with a 1.5 ohm replaceable head. The Endura delivers a perfect vaping experience every time. The Endura T18 Pyrex and stainless steel tank is a top fill for quick, easy, clean Japanese organic cotton wicking material that delivers, delivers maximum flavors from your favorite liquids. It's good. It's good. It's good for smokers, and it's good for vapors that have been in the game a really long time, and you want that old-school feeling, that mouth-to-lung, throat-hit feeling. The Endura, man, it's super cool. I've really been enjoying it. Even that little throat hit that I get at 6 milligram, really, really enjoyable. So, yeah, it's the Endura. Like all my first impressions, I'm going to need to spend way more time with this before I feel comfortable doing a full review. I do have another one of these that I am going to give to my barber. I gave him quick update on my barber. He's a smoker guy. I gave him an Ego 1. He was, like, using it and didn't really enjoy it, and I'm going to sneeze again. Anyway, he was using an Ego 1, and he was using it, and he was kind of enjoying it, kind of not enjoying it, and his coil head, like, burnt out. So he used the replacement one, was using it again, kind of enjoying it, kind of not enjoying it, and he's like, I, he's like, I think my second coil head, like, 
burnt out again. So I gave him a new tank with a couple new coil heads and he's been using it. Uh, that's the last thing I heard as he was using those. I really want to bring him this. I think it would be awesome. I might just give him this one. They did send me one other stainless steel one that I may give to him with some more liquid just to see what he thinks. Uh, cause I think it's, I think it would be, I think this is, I think this is fucking great for a smoker, but, uh, but yeah, again, like with all my first impressions, need to spend more, much, much more time with it. Oh, those old school clouds. So moving forward, I have an RDA that I want to talk about. So let me get out the original cap for it. So this RDA comes from Atmistique, a company out of Greece, I believe. They did that one mech mod, the Atermon mechanical mod that I really, really love, single 18650 side button mech mod. So they have the they have a new RDA, and it's called the Madness RDA. And it is Eh, it's a little bit weird. It's a little bit loud. Listen, let me make sure that these are juiced up. Listen to how slightly loud this is. Super, super solid performance. Really good performance. Really good airflow. It's just a loud RDA. Vape Capital. It's just a really, really loud RDA. It's got a chuff style cap on top and you can adjust the airflow. In fact, you can use this chuff to turn off the top airflow and just use the bottom airflow. So it has Kennedy style airflow that comes in and up. And on the deck are two tubes, kind of like the Kennedy, and you build over them. And it also has airflow from the top as well. There's no way to turn off the bottom airflow and just use the top airflow, but there is a way using this to turn off the top airflow and just use the bottom airflow. So it's going to feel a lot like the Kennedy version one or like that Nixon RDA. Nice. Oh, that's really nice. I actually kind of like that better. I get a much warmer vape that way. Nice bottom airflow. There's no need really to paint. I just you know, I do my signature, just take the cap off my juice and go bleh and just drip a bunch of juice in there. And it's been great. So the interesting thing about this RDA is the O-rings, they're not super strong. Nope. Uh, pretty strong. Oh, there it goes. It's falling. Not super strong, not super amazing. I've been rocking it with uh, one of the double helix design caps because I'm a fanboy and I like those caps a lot. Both top and bottom airflow open, double helix design cap on top, and it's been nice. It's actually a little bit quieter without their chuff cap. There's something on the edges here that's kind of slightly getting in the way of that airflow, I think. Nope, still loud, still loud as balls. Still loud as balls. So the interesting thing about this RDA, besides the slightly weak O-rings, is the deck. So it's a three-post deck, but the negatives are part of the base. There's no holes. So you have to capture your negative leads, pinch them, kind of like the marquee, between the deck and the screw. And I was trying to figure out how to build this. And I spent 
a while today fiddling and fiddling and fiddling and I couldn't get it right because I was trying to build it like a traditional three post so I had my lead going through the middle and then I had my negative lead going around the screw on the outside right and I did that like three times and I could not get it right it kept spinning out the wire and I didn't have one of them tightened down enough so I was getting this huge hot leg that was coming off of it and it was like shorting out under the screw and I tried to screw it down and it spit it out and I'm like what am I doing what am I doing wrong why can't I build this and then and then I discovered that you can build it opposite you put the negative leads on the inside I'll show you a picture. This will explain it much better. But you put your positive lead through the center and you put your negative lead through on the inside. And it's much easier to center your coils when you have your, neg your positive lead right here and then your negative lead just right here. And it's just wrapping around a screw. And you can just just position them right over those airflow holes and it's great this is a seven wrap 24 gauge anarchist wire um really a good really a good really a good repeating myself really a good cloud producer and i kind of like it i'm gonna take off this dhd cap and i'm gonna put this on and i'm gonna just use the bottom airflow because i think i like that better yeah really nice um this is not and not 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 a cheap rda the madness rda from atmostique is 87 euros which is about 95 us dollars Ugh. atmostique always makes really good products their Adermon mech mod that i used i loved it it was really really well made in fact i might bust that out again just to use this on it although this is a little bit high this is 0 0.2 ohms i have it at 66.6 watts because metal and it's been rad i would have to build a little bit lower i tried this a couple times with 20 gauge this atomizer does not 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 like 20 gauge 24 and up you're good to go but the thicker wires so i'm thinking like Fused Claptons or Claptons or Staple Double Helix Caterpillar Lava Monkeys aren't going to fit in there. They're not. It's going to be weird. It's going to be a weird fit. I'd like to try. Obviously, yeah, I'm going to use this a lot more. I'm going to fiddle around with it a lot more before I do a full, full review for it. But yeah, Atmostique Madness RDA. It's pricey, but it's unique. You know what I mean? There's. It's kind of something different. There's bottom and side airflow. There's a... a different-ish style deck. You have to adapt your build a little bit to it, but I see value added. It's not like some atomizers where you have to really change the way you build and then you go, there's no value added to this. I would have been better off with just a four post in here. This, I feel like there's value added. It's really easy to put your leads in and bend them and screw them down and then center your coils right over the middle. So when you line them up over those bottom airflow it lines up perfectly with the side airflow if you want to use it all open use it all open i have it shut down i really like it let's stop rambling now about this madness but yeah like with all my first impressions i'm going to spend uh, pardon me that was because of the water that wasn't a beer burp chic i need to spend a lot more time with it but so far I've actually really enjoyed it. I thought I had some more first impressions to do that's right i do this is the cool fire 4 
Plus. I was a pretty big fan of the original Cool Fire 4, even though they didn't do a Cool Fire 3. Still, Inokin, where's the Cool Fire 3? It just doesn't exist. They're going to release it and be like, oh no, it was caught in a time machine, and now it's here now, and I don't know why we're Southern all of a sudden. They skipped ahead, went right to the 4. Ah, it's cool. It reminds me of, like, an SX style mod it's like a c-framey looking thing and i like the red one i have a black one as well that i'm gonna do a giveaway for but i picked out the red one because i liked the way it looked it's super comfortable look at this shape super comfortable just to fit in your hand you put your fingers on it you can hit it with your thumb you can flip it around put the rounded part like right in your palm hit it with your finger the button leaves a little bit to be desired it's clicky but it feels I don't know. It feels weird. It feels a little bit mushy and a little bit uneven. I desperately need to charge this because it's low ah, and it doesn't run on 18650. It charges via USB only. It's an internal battery that you can't take out, uh, which is, I mean, now with all the DNA 200s and lipo packs, it's kind of something you're used to. Haven't tried charging it as like a pass through, like using it while you charge it. Um, that's something that I'll have to do, but I have this right now. This is the Hercules Plus, which if we're going to talk about the Hercules Plus real fast, it's pretty cool. Uh, I I actually really like it. It's just, it's another sub-ohm tank. Shocking. Another effing sub-ohm tank, of which there are hundreds to choose from now. This one, you twist the tank, you turn off the airflow, you unscrew the cap, you bleh your juice in there, you screw down the cap, you turn on the airflow. It's really simple, really straightforward. I get very little spit back from this. I get no gurgling, no leaking, no burnt hit. Uh, the coil heads are really fantastic. I think that Horizon, is that who makes this? Horizon Tech? Sense? Is it Sense or Horizon that makes the Hercules? I think that they have some of the best coil heads out. I love the Hercules version one coil heads and I think that they made, they did the Phantom and I love the Phantom coil heads and I love these coil heads as well. They just, they work really well. So this is a 0.4 ohm at 60 watts, uh, which is the maximum for this device, 60 watts, and it's a nice little combination. I get nice flavor, nice, really nice open airflow. I just love the form factor of the cool fire. Now this doesn't do temp control or anything like that. It's three to lock it, it's off, three to unlock it, you're good. It does the little Inokin light show adjustments up and down. And the Inokin adjustments always been slightly weird. You have to press and hold it till your wattage starts flashing and then you can adjust it. And there's no, what? Am I mistaken? I'm mistaken. This does 70 watts, not 60 watts. It does 70 watts. All right, I'm going to turn this to 65 watts and see how it goes. Good. That's good. That's nice. I'm going to leave it at 65 watts. You can hold the up-down buttons, and it'll show you what life you have left on the battery. So this is old school in that fresh off the charger, when you hold these two buttons down, it's going to show you like 4 volts, 4.2 volts. And as it dies, it's going to get down to like 3.8 or 3.9, 3.8, 3.7. And then when it's down to about 3.2 volts, that's when you're like, uh, you might need to recharge this. But... Thankfully, it also has this little battery LED indicator on here, and it's cool, man. I don't know how much these are going to run. Let me check uh, Let me check my Google Foo real fast and see if I can find one. Nope. 
that's not it. It looks like my vapor store has them in stock right now for 70 bucks. You can get them in silver, black, blue, and red. Because that, that's that's what colors everybody thinks vapors want. Everything always comes in silver, black, blue, and red. How about some more orange? How about some more green? How about some more, I don't know, magenta, purple, taupe, paisley, pink, yellow, I don't know, other colors. How about other colors? Anakin. Anyway, it, the red looks cool. The blue looks super cool. Uh, I Like I said, I have one that's black that I'm going to do a giveaway for a little bit later uh, in the year, probably in December, probably this month I'm going to do. I'm going to do a bunch of giveaways this month. But yeah, it is what it is. 69 bucks. Uh, obviously, like all my first impressions, I'm going to need to spend a little bit more time with this before I feel comfortable really talking about it. It doesn't feel super durable. It doesn't feel as durable as the other Inokin Cool Fire did. The other one felt really substantial. This one feels a little bit more, eh, I don't know, flimsy, I guess. Not terribly flimsy, but a little bit flimsy. Oh man, there's another sneeze coming. Sorry, that's what you get when there's a sick Grim Green in the house trying to shoot a freaking vlog. So yeah, Inokin Cool Fire 4 Plus, going to need to spend uh, much more time with it. That $70 price also comes with the new uh, iSub Apex tank, which I haven't really busted out yet, but I will hopefully soon. Last first impression right here. This is it. This is one that people have been really, really asking me about. This is the Black Relo from Wismec, and this is the RX200 chip. RX200? Uh, yes, RX200. So this is the Joytech chip, which is different it's this is going to be the more budget relo which is actually a really cool idea the dna 200 relo is going to be more expensive this is going to be like a 69 dollars price point for the rx 200 relo and i think that's really cool now this is the all black version fit and finish feels the same because this isn't using the dna board the button feels way 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 clickier all the buttons feel clickier the fire button feels more clicky and the up down buttons feel way more clicky other than the chip on the inside it's the same it's the same back that comes off it's the same triple batteries on the inside it's the same it's just the same 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 everything this has the new arctic turbo no Arctic V8. This okay. So this was Horizon Tech. So Sense makes the Hercules. Horizon Tech makes the Arctic. This is the Arctic V8. And like a lot of other subohm tanks, you unscrew the top to fill it up, just like this. Except there's no juice valve shut off. It's got something that looks kind of like the TFV4, just a, a rubber seal on there, a silicone seal, and a big place to dump your juice in. Screw this top back on. Hopefully you didn't flood your coils because there's no juice shut off. Works good. This is the quad coil head in here, and it's weird. It's interesting. I'm going to need to spend way more time with this. I really do like the airflow. It's a little bit more constricted than that. Hercules Plus, yeah, much more constricting, but it's quad coil head in here, so it's interesting because if you look at the quad coil head, it's a big old coil head with four coils in it, one, two, three, four, arranged like a square, but it condenses down and the chimney is smaller, so in traditional 
sub-ohm tanks, your coil is in the middle, like this. Here's your coil in the middle, and then your chimney is right above it, and then that goes right into your mouth hole. With this, the coils are on the sides, like over here, and then it condenses down, and then you have a smaller chimney, <laughs> smaller chimney going up to your mouth hole. So I feel like there's a really big ramp-up time on this, and I feel like the flavor is better because of that? Does that make any sense? Maybe it's because the airflow is stiffer, but I have Epiclouds Donut Pounder in here, okay? I've been vaping Donut Pounder since I can remember, years now. It's been in my regular rotation for fucking ever. I know exactly what it should taste like, and it tastes really good in this particular tank. This is a 0.5 ohm coil head. I have it set to, whoops, so I changed it accidentally. So you give it three clicks, and you can change it from so now it's on nickel. Let's give it three. One, two, three. Now it's on titanium. One, two, three. Now it's on stainless steel. One, two, three. And now we're back to wattage. I have this set to 77 watts. It's giving me 6.5 volts at 0.54 ohms. So this tank right here at 0.54 ohms could be run on like a series box. Like it could handle that voltage. The flavor's really good. I get a little bit more spit back with this than I do with the Heracles tank, but it's nice. Like I say, always, always, always. I need to spend way more time with the tanks and devices and my first impressions before I'm going to do a full review for them. So what I have planned is there's already a lot of reload videos out there. What I'm going to do is a side-by-side, head-to-head sort of DNA 200 reload versus the RX 200 reload. Like that sounds like a good idea. That's what I'm going to do. And I have a feeling with all these sub-ohm tanks, I'm going to do another like five sub-ohm tank video or six sub-ohm tank videos. There's just so many freaking sub-ohm tanks. It's ridiculous. I don't feel like one sub-ohm tank should get its own video, but now I'm ranting here and I don't want to do that. This combo, Arctic V8 Relo RX 200 has been nice. I have not used this in temp control mode. That's a lie. I've used it in nickel mode. What I want to do is revisit titanium. I was using some nickel coil heads on that e-leaf tank. What I want to do is revisit titanium. I've got a whole bunch of spider silk in 26 and 28 gauge, and I want to grab out my phenotype, and I want to reproduce that ECC build that I did spaced. It was like a 12 wrap, a spaced 12 wrap on the phenotype. I just want to do it again. I need to build with titanium. I need to get on it. And I've just been procrastinating because I'm always like, ah, titanium, it's so dumb. I don't want to build with it but I actually really just need to get on it and build it. So yeah, it is what it is. Need to spend more time with it, but so far it's been, uh, this little setup has been pretty rad. So yeah, that kind of uh, wraps up the little first impressions there. We did cover a couple of devices. I really want to spend more time with that Madness RDA. I really like the airflow on it. What I want to do now after first impressions is retro vaping. All right, so this is going to be a retro vaping for a device that is just barely one year old. 
just barely one year old. And only, only in the vaping industry, only in the vaping world is something that's a year old going to be considered retro vaping. I'm going to sneeze again. So yeah, what I'm talking about, this is the Shotgun Mech Mod. And I, I gushed about this thing. I loved this thing. I recommend it to everybody who was like looking for a mech mod, Shotgun Mech Mod. And I just want to see, I just want to go back. And this isn't necessarily to like show you how we used to vape back in the day. This is like, I want to revisit something that I remember really, really liking. And I want to see now after all these other products that I've used, if the shotgun still kind of holds up to what I remember. Cause you know, you have this vision in your head of, you know, when you really, really love something, you have all these fondest memories of it in your head and you can be like looking through rose colored glasses sometimes. So I just want to, I just want to go back in time and reevaluate. So the shotgun, was a mech mod from Emit Vapor, and I kept calling him Emmet Vapor, but it's Emit Vapor. Let me try to track down their website again. Yeah, there it is, the Shotgun Mech Mod, a fixed length mech mod that dominates the rest. Oh, they have my review on their website. That's very nice. I've never seen that before. Uh, it was a great mech mod. I have no idea how much this thing costs. Oh, man. IndieVaporShop.com is selling them for $220. Wow. Wow. That seems pricey, but, you know, this was in a time when high-end mechanical mods, tube mech mods, were a thing. That was, like, the normal thing. Like, all the really high-end stuff coming out of the Philippines was all really expensive. There was the Caravella. Everybody remember the Caravella? Those were selling for, like, $900, $1,000 a pop. High-end tube mechs were a thing. I think if Emit Vapor re-released the shotgun and sold it for, like, 90 bucks, they would, uh, they would kill it. One of the things that I loved so much about this device was that you didn't have to adjust anything. You had a spring on the bottom, and then you had a contact that came up from that. So there was nothing, there was nothing to adjust. There was no, like, two pins on the top that I hate so much that you had to adjust. So let me put the switch back on here. I'm going to throw my uh, Samsung 25R in here, right there. It's going to bounce on the spring. I'm going to put my tap cap on, just like that. It's all coming together. Feels nice and substantial. No battery rattle, which is great. And I got this atomizer from... Uh, I literally don't remember where this atomizer came from. It's called the Boss Hog. Where did I get this? ISM. ISM Vape sells the Boss Hog. ISM Vape Boss Hog. ISM Vape sells the Boss Hog. It's his new uh, rebuildable dripping atomizer. It's a four post. I have a parallel 24 gauge 7 wrap on here. Let's see if it fires. It fires. Oh, it's got a nice button. See, I think, uh, I think my love of this device uh, is warranted. Okay, that's got uh, juice on it. Let's vape it. It's got a really nice button. It's a little bit taller than some mech mods that you'll find now. It's a little bit taller. There's hybrids now where, it, in fact, shit, man, emit. Do the same button design, but do it with a hybrid top cap. Ugh, you'll be golden. You will be golden. Hits, hits okay. It's not hitting as hard as uh, I had this 
on the Rune previously, which is a hybrid uh, copper mod. This is a non-hybrid stainless steel, so I'm actually noticing quite a bit of like amperage and voltage drop on it. It doesn't seem to be hitting as hard. Still hits good, still hits really nice. It just doesn't feel quite as uh, warm and intense, but it's nice. Do I still love this mod? Do I still love this mod? Well, the price is way expensive. That's fucking ridiculous. $220? I, I, I've always liked the Emit Vapor products. Their mech mods are some of the best that I've ever used. They made the Ambassador 26650 mech mod that I loved. I just fell in love with it. I thought it was so cool. Just so, so cool. And the shotgun, while it's taller, substantially taller, that's like a full inch taller than some than the rune right here this is the rune hybrid and this is the emit vapor shotgun it is a, that is an inch that is a full inch taller without an atomizer than that rune is it feels big but i still like the button it's nice and squishy it's nice and firm like a mech mod button should be and it still hits it still hits pretty well I forgot to mention that this is the world's most whistly atomizer uh, in existence. Um, feels nice. No hot button issues. No nothing going on like that. Still no battery rattle. I love that you don't have to adjust anything. And I love that I can just put a battery in here, throw the cap on, and you don't have to worry about adjusting a goddamn thing. It automatically adjusts for battery rattle. It automatically adjusts for your pin and your 510. This is great. I still stand by this. I think it's a really cool mech mod, but it's also $220. That is, wow. It is still cool. It is still very, very cool. So yeah, that's retro vaping. Retro vaping with the Emit Vapor shotgun. I'll post a link in the description to my original, original? original emit vapor shotgun review as well as uh, a, a link for this boss hog atomizer it's a little bit weird and a little bit whistly quite whistly actually quite 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 whistly but it's kind of cool pick this up in uh, ireland funny i picked up a usa made product uh, in ireland from a usa vendor that was in ireland which is which is just a thing but i'll post a link in the, in the description to the boss hog as well as my original shotgun video so that's that's what i got for retro vaping i'm gonna go ahead and wrap this vlog up because i'm not feeling super stoked we are getting into december now this is getting towards the end of the year i'm gonna be doing a lot of wrap uppy stuff i'm gonna put christmas lights in my window right here on the inside in fact i have them right here i just haven't uh i just haven't put them up yet because some of the bulbs are burnt out i've had those christmas lights that strand of christmas lights since like 2007 2006 even maybe if we're going when did me and my brother live together in well, when was that? I think it was like 2006, 2007. That's how long I've had that strand of Christmas lights. And uh, I'm going to use them again. I'm going to throw them up right here in my office, hopefully around the window so that it looks a little bit more festive in here. I'm thinking about trying to get a Stormtrooper or a uh, Christmas, you know, Santa hat for Stuart here, the Stormtrooper. You know, it's getting into the holiday times and the Christmas times and this, that, and the other. But uh, what I want to do before we do total wrap up and a giveaway uh gotta get to my last segment of the week
so this is possibly, possibly the most ridiculous comment of the week of all time. So occasionally, YouTube likes to mark things as spam. And thankfully, thankfully, this all got marked as spam. But someone went through on my 10815 vlog, uh, for the, uh, the title of it was Watofo Lush, some other nonsense. I'm wearing a plaid shirt and I'm holding a beer in the thumbnail. Does that ring a bell? 10815 vlog and left literally like 15 comments in a row and almost none of them make any sense at all. It's Mr. Mofo to you. Mr. Mo, Mr. Mr. Mufu to you. Mr. Mufu to you. Okay. That sounds great. These got all marked as spam. So you won't see them on the video because I'm not, I don't have time to go through all the spam comments and go, that one's good. That one's bad. That one's bad. That one's okay. That one's bad. That one's okay. That one's bad. I just don't have time to do that. Thankfully he left these all within the span of about five seconds of each other. So he starts off, uh, his first comment was you don't need Reddit to start shit. It's very true. You don't need Reddit to start shit. He goes on to say, 36 milligram was the norm in 2009, right, Mr. G? Hmm. Keeps going. Just keeps going. Yeah, but you cloud 3%. <laughs> what? Hmm. I switched my wife to my DIY mix with 2% cyanide PGVG. Brilliant. Let's just date all legislature folks against vaping for smiley faces. Waco is rednecks central. Okay. 16 will be a bitch. Good year to have cancer. Not unlike myself. I got cancer and still advocate. It's not ild grim. It's going on right now. Happening, happening. And it doesn't end there. Advocacy is real, especially in the States. Yeah, that's like the most coherent thing he's said. Oh no, but he's not done. Namber juice? Hmm, I can't say it, but did you set your IP or your IP? Davpo, not so good. Say it, Gigi, say it. Super nice. I don't think you said that. And, uh... It goes on. The last one he wrote was Jesus fucking Christ. I've done everything to help save Christ, and I really don't give a fook about your goddamn camera or your couch. I saw her super T810 brass wide drip tip, what that is, 10440 super T mod, who thought was for going out to a nice dinner. Shocked face. Lava box blows, yeah. You could have dayed it. Get it right the firsty first first fucking time. Mess of emojis. The cops after another clip emptying check reload and clip emptying check the fuck did I just read? This guy went bananas 
and I have a feeling he was trying to make it into the comment of the week. Unfortunately, none of your comments are going to show up on the video because there's not a chance I'm approving any of these, but they were literally just too effing funny to, to pass up. Anyway, anyway, that's what I got. I'm going to wrap this up. Uh, let's do it. Let's do the giveaway. Okay. Everybody's wondering, everybody's asking, what the crap, there's going to be a giveaway. Actually, nobody's asking. I'm sorry, I'm way off camera. Nobody's asking. Holy crap, Dwayne. Oh, he texted me and it scared the shit out of me. Let's see what Dwayne has to say. He feels so important to text me in the middle of a vlog. And, yeah, that's fantastic. You want, does everybody want to see what Dwayne texted me? He texted me a sticker of a blue demon guy riding a skateboard and that and then it's shooting fire out of his asshole can everybody see that do i need to focus on that there you go that's what Dwayne felt was so important he needed to text me in the middle of a vlog right there little blue demony guy riding a skateboard shooting fire out of his asshole sheer brilliance thanks Dwayne. appreciate that that's hilarious um do you want to get some rad matching tattoos yeah duh Gosh, like you even need to ask me that. Just make the appointment, dude. All right, so we're going to do a giveaway. And here's what I want. Here's what I want for this giveaway. You're going to have to earn this giveaway. This is going to be a creative-based giveaway, meaning I will not be using random.org as my deciding factor. I'm going. This is going solely based on how cool your picture is. So before we get to that, let's talk about what I'm going to be giving away. This right here is a mod holder from J-Raps. Yes, that is BB-8 from Star Wars Episode 7, The Force Awakens. And yes, the bottom of it spins just like BB-8 does. And yes, I'm going to be giving in one away right freaking now. We have one, you know what? Should I open it for more than one week? I feel like one week would be fine, but it would be cooler to do it like closer to... Star Wars Episode 7, like next, like 17th, like next 18th on Friday is Star Wars Episode 7. So I'm going to announce the winner on my Thursday, December 17th vlog, the day before Star Wars The Force Awakens opens. Oh, get excited. This is the best. This is a great idea. This is the best giveaway I've ever thought of. BB-8 mod holder. There's all room in here for box mods, tube mods, 30 mil bottles, batteries, atomizers. Two box mods go up here. Look at this. Paraxis. Yeah, that goes in BB-8's head right there. can go here also in BB-8's body. If you have it sitting on your desk and you're like, oh, my Paraxis is just a bit too far away, you just, you just rotate it like a little lazy Susan and get a little bit closer to you and grab it and then vape it. Yeah, we're giving this away. So here's what I want. Here's what I want from you. Here's how you win this amazing BB-8 J-Raps stand from J-Raps. From me. From me and J-Raps. This is a this is a community. This is a team effort. Um, I want you to send me a picture of your boobs. No, I'm just kidding. I would never request that. Here's what I want. I want a picture of something Star Wars related vaping. Get creative. I don't need a Darth Vader mask with vapor coming out of it. That's what I'm expecting. I'm expecting you to get a bunch of those. Get creative. 
Go out on location. Get your buddy with a good camera. I want cool pictures of Star Wars-related vaping stuff. And I have no idea why I want this, but I want to share them in that December 17th vlog to get us all a little bit more excited, as if we couldn't get any more excited for Star Wars The Force Awakens. I'm going to share some of these, my favorites, in the vlog, and then I'm going to announce the winner on Thursday, December 17th. So the cutoff is going to be... Okay, let's make the cutoff. Let's make the cutoff Monday, December 14th. So you have from now, right now, Thursday, December 3rd, you'll have 11 days till Monday, December 14th. That's when the cutoff is, Monday, December 14th, to get me something Star Wars vaping related. Something Star Wars and vaping related. You can take pictures, you can draw something, you can Photoshop something, you can use your artistic ability to get creative. The coolest one, in my opinion, and I think is the coolest one, that's the one that's going to win. And uh, obviously, you have to be 18. Obviously, we're going to try to keep this to the United States, but if you're in the UK or Canada or the Philippines or somewhere and you win, then we can work with that as well. So, open to anyone. Obviously, you have to be 18 and over. Monday, December 14th is the final day to get your submissions in. Email me your pictures to contest at grimgreen.com. G-R-I-M-M, green.com. Star Wars and vaping. I'm excited. I can't wait to... This, I'm more excited about this than I have been about anything in a while. I'm excited to see how creative people can get. And don't submit something that you don't want to, you know possibly be seen on video. If you send me a picture, there's a chance it's going to end up in the vlog. I'm going to do the Star Wars, Force Awakens, whatever, hype train of madness, and I'm going to show Star Wars. And it doesn't even have to be related to the Force Awakens. It can be related to the original Holy Trilogy, or if you must, it can be related to the prequels, but I'm instantly giving anybody who submits something that's related to the prequels, like, minus one bonus point. You know what I mean? Because the prequels are just terrible. But honestly, anything Star Wars related, I want to see it. I want you to get creative. And this is just effing cool. I'm not giving you this one. Oh no, BB-8 lives on my desk forever. J-Rap sent a second one that is all nicely bubble wrapped and boxed up. All I have to do is slap a shipping label on it and it's off. It's sent off somewhere in the world for another vaping Star Wars fan to get. Um, but that's what I got. Let's wrap this up. That's the giveaway. That's what a lot of people have been uh, wondering about and asking about. That's the giveaway. That's the giveaway. I'm going to do another giveaway. Probably not this month, but as we get into January, uh, I'm going to do... Uh, I, I missed it this year, but in 2014, I did the Grimm's Big Give giveaway where you nominated somebody else to win vape gear. I'm going to do that again in January um, just for like a New Year's resolution type of thing. Like, I want people... In, you know, we'll do this in January, but people are going to nominate other people to win starter kits, uh, you know, hashtag sponsor a smoker type of situation, but that's what I want to do for January. But that's what I got. Got a lot of very cool stuff, as always, coming up later on. A lot of mech mods, RDAs, box mods, and tanks, because that's what vaping is. But that's what I got. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining me. And as always, what am I going to grab? 
Let's grab the shotgun. Keep on vaping.